Hello and welcome back everyone to Simply Stanish, your all-time favorite K-pop podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mika. And I'm Emily. And welcome. It is a new month. It is our first episode of the month, which means it is. it's another debut episode where we talk about debut groups. We need one of those horns. Yeah. The air horns. Yo, uh, maybe when we make it big, we can get one of those like sound effect boards. Yo, yes. When we make it big. When. <laughs> Not if. You when. know, when we have a studio. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I I really like doing these episodes. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, I I went through a lot of research for this episode. Yeah, you did the most. You did like me d- researching twenty one level preparation yeah. for this. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't know, I'll get into what type of research my research was later on. But before we get into that, before we get into our actual stuff, I don't. Neither one of us have actually been like watching anything past two weeks, right? Like any K-drama or any type stuff? <laughs> no. No? Okay. So no updates on that. Um, so I guess we'll just get right on into it. Yeah? With our, yeah. With our song of yeah, the week. Yeah, there are a couple, like, a uh, couple of just, like, little things came out this past, well, in the past two weeks. Yeah. Very exciting. Music-wise. Examples, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, ATs <laughs> came out with another banger. Oh, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, it's really good. And like the God, what this fucking like mystical backstories that everyone has now. The music video for it is like really intense. It's called Don't Stop, the song. Yeah. And the music video is really intense. They're like breaking into vaults and like setting things on fire. And there's some sort of like pirate ship. And they're also like playing poker and like gambling for like yes promote the gambling i'm all for it right but like one of the items they're gambling for is what is it called it's like not a telescope it's like those like long things you look for when you're on a ship like like you look through them to like look out at sea do you have any idea what i'm talking about i keep like thinking like a sea glass but i know that's not periscope periscope maybe does that sound right yeah sea glass is like an actual thing you find in the ocean that's not at all i had seen this video it was on tiktok i don't know if you had seen it I don't know at what yeah. point. It was at one of the um, concerts for ATs. I'm thinking it was probably just for like the people with the VIP packages and stuff. But mm-hmm. they, it was either as like people were walking in or like they were leaving. Like Atiz was like standing right there, like behind a screen. And so people that were wa- like, they were legit walking by and were able to be like within two feet of Damn. them. And they were just like waving and stuff. So I bet that was only for like VIPs you know people that pay that good money yeah it's like dang so so cool a periscope is is like a thing you use in like a submarine (laughs) that's not what it's called kaleidoscope i think it's just like a nautical old-timey telescope yeah (laughs) i don't know that's what they're gambling for because i think they're trying to find like a pirate ship and then there's like a piece of paper that says like the ship of like destiny ship or something i don't know Either way, the song slaps. Yeah. I have like been constantly like I'm like on an ATs high. I feel like mm-hmm. I can do nothing wrong in my eyes right now. I don't know why. I'm just loving it. 
and I've just been living for everything they've been putting out. They've been Even putting out a I'm lot. Still behind because they put out that song uh, like at the end ago. of January. Yeah. And I just listened to it. Way to go. I know. I saw. Big fan. <laughs> and then we got hand porn from one Kim, Kim Tae Hyung. Yeah, that we did. That was a big development. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to say about it. <laughs> hands hey i've been like deep into this research so i hadn't really been paying attention to what had been going on in the k-pop world recently i just feel like a lot of people just had comebacks and there's like a wealth of new music right now like on the k-pop rising playlist that spotify does i just feel like it was like back to back bops yeah i i looked through that like when i was um trying to figure out what i wanted to do for my song of the week i was struggling hardcore and um i listened to a few of them and none of them really got me so well what else is new of course (laughs) (laughs) it's true well Well, you listen to um this has been out for like three weeks now but have you listened to bam bam's new album i've seen it but i i have not i but i've been really in i know like the first song i heard from it was the one with uh so 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 however you say her name from red velvet no idea she's like my bias and i don't even know how to say her name red velvet bias i don't even know you listen to red velvet um like I listened to them a lot when I was first getting back into K-pop. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. So I was listening to them and Blackpink a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's on one of the songs with him that's called I think it's called Who Are You. Sounds that was right. the first song I heard from that album. But then I've been really listening to the song Slow Mo. I really like it. That was a contender for song of the week. Ooh. Um, but the whole album's really nice. It's like kind of mellow, like R and B vibes. Nice. Recommend. Or recommend. Yeah. Well, now that I'm done with my intense research Deep for dive. this week, I uh <laughs> I should be able to consume more K-pop related things because I was on a time limit. So, yeah. This, so. And what a time commitment that was. It was. It was a huge time commitment. Is there anything else? Anything else to catch me up on? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get into our songs of the week and our debut groups. Yes. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Oh my god. So it's time to get into our song of the week. Song of the week. Yeah, yours is better than mine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a ripoff of uh, I want to say it's like a jingle that Tom made up on Parks and Rec for something. I don't even know what it was for. Mm, yeah. I I kind of have some recollection of that. Yeah. But, oh well. Don't sue us, Parks and Rec, whoever owned you. I know what you're talking about, though. I yeah, do. It's like, do, do, do. I don't know what it is, though. <laughs> I'm great. All right. Who who went first last time? Was it you? I think so. I think so, too. That sounds right. Yeah. So I'll go first this week. Okay. So we, we both struggled with picking our song of the week this week, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, I, for one, <laughs> the, the, the uh, rising K-pop <laughs> 
bops. Those were all bops. <laughs> See, like, my thing is that only one of, so I wrote four contenders down. Only one of them is new. Okay. And that was Mother Nature H2O by IU and King Songlun. I, this is what I was mainly going to go for. Pure, it's a beautiful song. IU is amazing in it as usual. It's a very pretty, beautiful composition of music. My main reason for wanting to like have it as my song of the week is because it would be continuing my streak mm. of solo artists. Yes. So, but I I really like the song, but I don't think I listened to it as much as I would have liked to for my song mm. of the week. Um, so that's why that didn't get picked. And then I've, so you've been going down an AT's deep dive. I know I said that I was going to make this year a year for the boys, but yeah. I've been really like diving into twice <laughs> for like <laughs> the past few weeks, past month, month or so. And so a contender for song of the week for this week was Last Waltz, which was on their most recent album, their Formula Loves album i don't know which happened to be my i think it i think i can safely say it was my favorite off of that album but i really like it super catchy and then i had another contender beauty and the beast by the rose i posted this back when it came out i think it came back came out in like december i think i posted in the discord i don't think anyone listened to it because there were no comments made what's it called again beauty and the beast i have no memory (laughs) It's by the Rose, which is a boy group. And yeah, because I actually posted this in the Discord right after we did our last, no, yeah, our last debut episode. Because that's when you did Extenary Heroes, right? Yeah, my boys stand them. Yeah. Well, the Rose does like something kind of similar as where like, well, I mean, they do like instruments and stuff too. I thought so it was I, called Rose Courts. No, that's a girl that group. It's a girl group. Oh my God. There's the Rose and then there's also Rose Court. Yes. I think they just came out with a new song too, though. I Finally. know. That's why I'm confused. Yeah. No, Beauty and the Beast has been around for a little bit. I only just found them though last month. So. Well, that's a really good song. Highly recommend. And then my final contender... And so, which will lead into my actual song of the week. So my girls, happy debut to my girls. And I think this is how you pronounce it. BBG. Wait, wait, what? It's not Vivis or VVs. BBG. How? How do those letters make that sound? It's because based off of the Hangul, it's, and I mentioned this when I had talked about them in whatever episode it was, the name of their group is composed of the last syllable of each of their names. And okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. two of the girls is Unbi, and so Bibi, and then Umji, Chi. So the based off of the Hangul is BBG. And then when I would listen to them introduce themselves, they were saying BBG. So, but it's like, it still feels weird to say it that way. So I know I just, I wonder why they Romanized it the way that they did. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm, I guess I'll just wait to see how like other people pronounce it. Okay. I just want to call it Vivis. <laughs> I know I do too. So I don't know, but I, I like, I like BBG. Oh, yeah. BBG better like as a name. Yeah. So it's cute. It is. Anyway, they just debuted and I really like their music and all that. But to prepare for it, and um, unfortunately, we will not be covering them in this episode. We are covering groups that debuted in January. Um, so what I did to prepare for their debut is I went into, I listened to like G Friends discography. And I had done that before, but it was mainly just their newer songs that I listened to. But this time I like, 
one of the like channels were like posting on YouTube, like concert compilations or like music shows. So I watched theirs. I watched like the two hours or whatever it was, right? This one song caught me. Okay. And then I, I listened to their discography and this, the same song just keep kept coming at me. Right. And so that was a contender, which I, I won't reveal yet. But then another song was a contender by them, which was Time for the Moon Night. I don't remember. I didn't write down what album it came from. I'm guessing it came from like their first studio album, maybe. I don't know. But then the song that is my actual song of the week, as I was looking into it, the music video is linked to the music video for Time for the Moon Night. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a weird coincidence. I didn't really go into the lore because I still have like PTSD from (laughs) going through an audience. It was, it's, it's like fun PTSD, but it was also stressful. So, um, yeah, my song of the week is Sunrise, my G friend. I love this song. Oh, sunrise, moon, sun, moon. Yeah. Yeah. Time for the moon night went into sunrise, I guess. I don't know. I didn't look too into it because I literally just like finalized this moments ago, like seven hours ago. Like, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I, I really like this song. It may even be my favorite song by G friend. And it came off of their second studio album, Time for Us which was released in 2019, more specifically released January 14th, 2019. And then it was released February 13th as a Japanese single, which was their third Japanese single. And um, I just wrote down the composers because it was right there. So the composers are No Juwan and Lee Wangjong. And then the lyricist is also No, no Juwan, butchered, I'm sure. So like I said, I really like this song and I'm going to try my hardest i haven't done very well at describing songs lately so i am gonna try to actually do it this time and i did get some help because the great thing about not doing a new song is i could actually go and like look and see what other people wrote yeah that's true and like it's like oh yeah you know like that's like they wrote how i felt you know and so i i got some help from reddit and um a few other like review sites like uh kpopreview.com and there was like one other one so so the way the song starts off it starts off kind of like upbeat and like cutesy and then like halfway through the song it turns like super intense and like kind of heartbreaking in the end and it kind of gives off like a bittersweet vibe and like you don't even notice the transition because it's just so seamless and um Again, the distribution between the mo- the members was pretty even. Like no one really overshot overshadowed anyone. Like, mm, yeah, you really got to see like each member shine. And while usually the main vocalist Yuju would handle the high notes, uh, my girl Unha really got to like rein it in this time, and she took the high note at the end. And like. <sighs> It just, it does something to me. Like it is, she just absolutely kills it. It gives me chills and like goosebumps every time. And especially like when I'm watching the, like the music show performances and stuff, like I am like on the verge of tears because there's just like so much emotion in it. And like, like I said, it's a pretty like bittersweet and like heartbreaking song. So it just really helps, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and they also put in, and the, the choreo is really like enjoyable as well. And it starts off, like they start off like on the ground, like laying on the ground. And I thought it looked like a flower formation, but then after I watched it a few times, it's like, no, nah, that's definitely a, like a sun formation, which would make sense because it's sunrise. Um, and yeah, I, 
which was a cool formation. And then the choreo is just like really fun and cute too. And then they put in like a pretty small dance break at the end after the high note. Like, cause usually you'll get your dance break like somewhere in the middle. Um, but they probably put it in at the end to like help. Cause this song has so many high notes. Like it is crazy. Like they all really got to show off like their vocal range in this song. And so having that dance break at the end probably helped their vocals stay stable. That way they can deliver like their absolutely killer performance each time, which I guess really uh, probably helps enhance the emotions in it and just such a good song and then of course as I said what's nice about reviewing like older songs is I could actually have like some stats and so this song actually won it had six wins um it won on the show show champion m countdown music bank show music core and inky gallo from uh january 22nd to the 27th of 2019 and they were the first artist in 2019 to get six wins so that's awesome yeah they they like really like got because i mean they released it like right at the beginning of the year on january 14th so they were really able to get the ball rolling on that one and then i just i just wrote down some more stats of its peaks it actually peaked on billboards u.s world digital song sales at number 25 which i think that's awesome um and then in south korea it peaked on the k-pop top 100 at number 10 and uh the guy on at number 12 and then in japan it peaked at their hot 100 at 50 and oricon at 11 so yeah that's what I got for Sunrise. It's such a beautiful song. I have not talked about it at all. I was actually tempted to like post it in like our Discord, but I was like, no one's gonna watch this. I'm not actually gonna bother posting it. Wait, I watched the stuff you post many, mo- like more than half of the time. Sure, okay. I do. Do you watch the things I post? I do actually. Oh, malarkey. <laughs> It's just be a different taste so I used to comment on it. Uh, but yeah. So I'll I'll post it when we're done here. Because it is really a beautiful yeah. song and it's just we'll see. Chef's kiss. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a great G Friend song. It is a contender of my top G Friend song. So yeah, that's what I got. It's my song of the week. Noise. 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 Um, well, I had a few contenders as well. Already mentioned one. I really like Slow Mo by Bam Bam. I like never listened to Got Seven. I don't know that I've ever heard a Got Seven song. Really? Yeah. Is that crazy? I mean, yes. okay. I'm, sh- I'm sure I've heard one like just like on a playlist or mm-hmm. like, but I've never like intentionally listened to them. Yeah, like sought them out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I really like his album and that song is my favorite. So have you said you haven't heard any of the new songs? No. Okay. Well, I recommend. <laughs> we'll see. You'll probably hate it, but I think it's great. Um, my other contender, and I think you were the one that posted about this group. Is it Mama doll? Oh, yeah. The, the MILFs. Yeah. Mom, Mama doll? I think so, yeah. I think it's Mama doll. They're the group that they all had K-pop careers before, but then they like had children and now they like are coming back. Mm-hmm. as a group all together like they're from different groups yeah i was kind of like bummed that we like because that would have been a cool group to cover i know on i know this episode as well i almost like considered like yeah. scratching my plan and just doing a deep dive into them because i think that's such an interesting concept mm-hmm. um did you listen to their debut song i did yeah 
I really I like it. it. Of course I did. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It's woo woo ah hip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been like bopping that all week. I really, really enjoy that. Um, I'm interested to see more of what they come up with or come out with. So I, actually, I, I was actually confused when I like, cause I kept seeing it on my recommended mm-hmm. and I just saw mama and then hip. And I kept thinking it was mama moo because they have a yeah, song. They have a song hip. that's yeah. And then I saw a TikTok that was recommending mama doll. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> That's who keeps being recommended on my uh, page on YouTube. And so I looked at it. Right. And then I, well, I got confused when I was looking them up, too, because like on K-pop wiki, it says they debuted January 28th and then disbanded February 4th, which I don't think is true. Yeah, I don't know. I, because it says because it also says they debuted with the digital single Mama the Idol, which isn't isn't true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then when I looked it up on like K profiles, it doesn't say anything about them disbanding. And I looked it up like Mama the Idol is not a song I can find. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah. Like I know that was, it's mainly just a project, but I don't know. Yeah. Like they were on a show, right? I have no idea. I think they were on a show. Yeah. Made through the TVN reality show Mama the Idol. Well, there you go. So maybe they did have like a digital, I don't know. And then their actual song was Woo Hit. But like, I hope they didn't disband already. That would suck. I know. Would that be like the record of the shortest? <laughs> like, we just want to come back and do this one thing. And then we have kids to get back to. <laughs> oh, oh, JK. Um, anyway, I'll get to my actual song of the week, I guess. Um, I'm wondering if you've heard this. And now, now that I know you didn't like, like any of the songs on uh k-pop rising i'm wondering if you had heard it and didn't like it um pity party by jamie have you heard this song i did that was one of the songs i listened to and you didn't like it <laughs> no i did like it actually um I, I only listened to it once but i was like oh okay this is something but it wasn't enough to grab my attention yeah that's to be, like a that's possible fair. contender but i did listen to it and i did like it well to be fair the first time i listened to it i was like oh okay like this is fine also like it stuck out to me i guess because it's in english not the cop but out i didn't like like I liked it, but not like the most ever, you know, but mm-hmm. I found myself like I, I I caught it again and then I just like kept listening to it more and more and I really liked it. It's I don't know. I like, We've talked about this a million times that I still like <laughs> I'm so scandalized when like somebody says the F word in, in like a K-pop song. Um, it still it's, kills it's, me every time I listen to the Savage Love remix. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> The F word. It kills me. It slays me every time. It it makes my heart beat faster. Um. (laughs) It's like a heart attack whenever I hear it. Um, anyway, I went back and listened to some of her other stuff. She has a song on uh, the startup mm, soundtrack. Nice. What yeah. song? It's called Dream, and it is like the polar opposite of Pity Party. Like the polar opposite. You know, I'm sure Irish, our editor, will know that song. It's probably on his one of his playlists because that's like his favorite. I know he loves soundtrack of all time. <laughs> You are my future. <laughs> so, it, but it's just crazy because that song on the OST is like really soft and sweet mm-hmm. and like beautiful. And 
you know, just like the typical K-drama yeah. uh, ballad. And then Pity Party is like, uh, fuck you, <laughs> like all sorts of like million dollars drowning down my sink. Mm-hmm. I'm really toxic. I'm chaotic. Fuck them. Uh, shots of lemon Bacardi. thriving off the drama all sort of like kind of I don't know like a bad bitch anthem which and even the way she's like styled for this song is like totally different than the way that she's been styled in the past for stuff um and then you know what else I was looking into her and she did a um she did a remix Oh, she's on the she's on the remix for Best Friend by Doja Cat and Saweetie. Oh, nice. And like her 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 verse on it is like so good. So I, I, I don't know. It's like crazy. She's I feel like every song of hers is completely different. It's really wild. Hmm. She also I was looking into it. She's in this group called um, I'm going to get the initials wrong. She's in this group, M-O-L-A, which is like a co-ed project group with Vernon from Seventeen and Kino from Pentagon. (laughs) It's like super random and they don't have anything out on like Spotify or anything. They only have a SoundCloud, but it's like really it's it's like those three and then somebody named Nathan and somebody named Ho-Ho, who (laughs) I don't know who these people are, but I think they're like producers or something. Yeah. So I don't know. I just found that like her, she's been, she debuted a while ago. She doesn't have that many songs. They're all really wildly different. And uh, yeah, Pity Party, I really enjoy. It reminds me a lot of Marina and the Diamonds, actually. Hmm. and so that's probably why I also enjoyed it because I really like her. I you want to know the craziest part? And I don't know if you know this. Guess okay. what Jamie's actual name is. It's Park Jimin. <laughs> I see. I thought about that and I was like, no, there's no way. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's Park Jimin. Wait, isn't there like some another girl that's in like a girl group? Yeah, Park Jimin. Yeah, there's like a, quite a few Jimins, and I think like BTS Jimin is the only boy Jimin. Yeah, or but at least you say like it's like someone from Espa. Oh yeah, Karina's Karina. Name's Jimin. Yeah, or Jimin. Crazy. I know. Anyway, so that's her. I like. I want her to come out with a full length album because I'd be really curious as to what it would sound like because yeah, everything especially- she's put out is so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very versatile. And she's been putting out music. She was in a group before that I'd never heard of, but she's been putting out like single stuff since 2015. Oh, wow. So I don't know where the album is. Maybe this maybe this will be her year. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. to the year of the Jamie. Jamie, yes, Jamie. 2022, the year of the Park Jimmins. <sighs> Get well soon, Jimin. Other Jimin. <laughs> so that's what I had for song of the week. Nice. Another long rambling thing where I didn't really talk about the song that much, just everything else. I feel like we like switch places. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh, I me. was carrying on the trend. It's a solo artist. Yes. You know, it's okay. I actually, when you had mentioned that, I was like, oh, solo artist, like in my mind, but I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> Although you taught me, you taught me something last episode that it, it's not a trend yet. We still have like yeah. two more. I think, I think the number, because I said it was like five or seven. I think it's actually six. Watch me be completely <laughs> wrong. I think it's six. 
I think the number is six. Anything lower is just a coincidence. All just right. a well, we still have a ways to go then. That's week number three, though. Halfway there. Anyway, that's what, those are our songs of the week, yeah? They sure are. So now it's time for the main event. The main event. So the debut group that I am going to chat a little bit about is Trends. Did you hear my my drum roll? Oh, was that what that? I thought you hiccuped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like hitting my desk. Okay, just the sound. Love it. Okay. I was never a drummer in my life, so <laughs> sorry I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Um, so Trends, they are a seven-member boy group. They're with Interpark Music Plus. And they debuted January 5th, 2022. So right at the beginning of this year. And just kind of like their bio, we've got the leader is Han Kook. He is 2002. So that makes him like 2019-ish. <laughs> Says his idols, BTS Jungkook. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Relatable. Uh, then we have... Ha- ha- I want to say it's Havit, H-A-V-I-T, Havit. Maybe. And it doesn't even say like, I like they're so new that like some of the, they don't even have their like positions listed. See, mine didn't have positions either. So I, I mean, watching their performances, it, it, I couldn't tell who was like the dancer and who was like the vocalist. They all mm-hmm. seem to be kind of doing everything. So maybe they haven't really like even settled into positions yet. Yeah. I don't know. It's possible. Anyway, Javi is the second one. He was born in 1999. Then we have Leon. His idol's BTS is Jimin. Relatable. <laughs> uh, then we have Yoon Woo. And the next one, I don't know. His name is spelled R-A dot capital L. <laughs> so like, I don't know how to say Raw. it. Raw or Raw L. I'm know. not sure. I feel like this happened to me last time too. It did. <laughs> like what is trend. with the like two letter dot one letter names? Is that like a new trend? Anyway, the next one is Unio. And then the Makne is Yechan. Yechan. So how they started out was back in July of last year, um, Interpark announced that they were making like a subsidiary label called Interpark Music Plus, and they were going to launch a new male idol group within the year. And they were originally called Interboys, which I'm glad they changed that name because yeah, I don't like I that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to say <laughs> it, but yeah. Speaking uh, of, hold on, speaking of. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for Plus Girls? No. I didn't either, but it is out. <laughs> we'll have to uh, we'll have to take a peek at that. Yeah, it's like coming soon. I don't know. It's probably like a three second teaser, yeah. but it is posted. I wonder if it's going to have like, I don't know. No. I feel like we've been waiting for like 100,000 years. I know. Go ahead. Continue on. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so their, their name was Interboys, which like a good choice to change it, I think. And the first thing that they did was they put out a dance cover video of Stray Kids Backdoor, which is Ooh. excellent. They I have so that. many dance covers and they're all really great. They have done a lot of BTS. Their fire dance cover is particularly good, I think. Um, they've done some NCT U dance covers. They did. Um, I watched their Make a Wish dance cover. That was really good. Um, so they're really good dancers. I also saw that all the members except for Yoonwoo were in a different pre-debut group called the Daily H Boys. Which, like, 
I'm really glad we got rid of these names because they're not good. <laughs> but yeah, so then I guess they all that they, that was under a different label. I, I always wonder how those things happen when like an entire almost kind of formed group ends up going somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they got bought out. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, so they, um, like I said, debuted at the beginning of this year. They have like a whole mini album out. Their title track was TNT. Mm-hmm. And what, what's funny is I, I do like TNT, um, but it's actually my least favorite track on the album. See, this is because <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> I I like it. I like it. It, it is a banger. Like and the music video is great. And like the choreo is great. And I, the performances I watched of it were all like excellent. I just, I really like Villain. I, did, I didn't know they had an album out. The yeah. TNT it's is literally the only song I've heard. So it's Villain, TNT, Trauma, Be My Love, and then TNT Instrumental. Ooh, gotta throw that instrumental. But I really love Villain and they have the performance video for Villain is so cool. Is that what they just put out? Or am I thinking of a different They They entirely? put out something yesterday. They put out a yeah. performance video for Trauma, which is also, I, what it was. I really like that song too. And the choreo for that is great as well. The villain performance video is super cool because they all have like quite ace bandages. It's that like stuff that you wrap your hands in when you're like going to box. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know what it's called. Something it, tape. Yeah. It's like halfway between like tape and and like ace bandage and like sports wrap, some kind of thing, yeah. you know? Um, side note, I actually have some because I used to take kickboxing classes. Um, anyway, (laughs) in this video, they all have that on their hands and then like the choreo starts and they're like unwrapping it, but they're each like grabbing each other's like, what is the word for it? Like wrap or or tape Mm -hmm. or whatever. So like they're all intertwined and all the dance moves involve this like really intricate crossing over of this material. So they're like all linked the whole time and it looks really cool. It's like probably, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's, It's probably like the best, most interesting performance I've seen in a while just because it was so different than anything I've ever seen yeah it sounds like it would take a lot of practice too oh yeah it looks so hard and it's like very visually striking I really recommend watching it it's really cool yeah I'll have to I because like I said I only saw TNT I didn't know they had other stuff out yeah so I mean TNT I do like that song quite a bit but villain i just really love and then trauma is a really good song too and the performance stage that they or the performance video that they just put out of that was very dynamic (laughs) the choreo for it's really great and i think that's a cool song and then they have like a slower song be my love which i also really like so i'm really interested to see i love when groups debut with several songs it's mm-hmm. really nice yeah so and it's like when i did i've last month it's like they only had one song <laughs> yeah oh no they had two or they three. had two extenary heroes only had one and they still only have one and i'm waiting yeah. very impatiently for another 
So it was nice to be able to look into a group that already has four songs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because uh, so. then you actually get to see more of them. Yeah. Like see and see what they, they're capable of. And they've done so many dance covers. Like, I didn't even have a chance to watch them all because they've just done a ton. So I'm guessing they're pretty focused on dance. Like, I would assume so. The only thing I noticed, and I'm sure this is just with them being new, uh, you can tell a I feel like you can tell that they're nervous when they're on an actual stage compared to when they're filming their like dance covers or performance videos, because you can almost like see that they're thinking really hard about the Mm -hmm. steps, you know, when they're actually in front of people or like performing live. Um, So I noticed that, but I'm sure that's something that kind of goes away with time. And that that brings up, I had this thought like not too long ago, like these groups that are debuting during covid oh my god they're like and not actually performing in front of like a group of people yeah. i wonder how that's going to be for them when they actually can perform god, what if you of, find like, out like a year after debut that you actually have horrible stage fright in front of <laughs> large crowds right because it's you don't have that i mean you're you perform in front of maybe like tens or twenties of people but not like thousands yeah or hundreds even mm-hmm. god i like i have this thought a lot that i just can't imagine what it feels like to be perceived by like tens of thousands of people at once yeah no thanks oh my god like it's such a fucking nightmare i don't even like exactly why i am not the aisle of an airplane until everyone's left yeah people live for it obviously i mean why else would you like i feel like being an idol is the most work ever so it must i don't know i don't know i just (laughs) it it feels so far out of the realm of anything i would desire that i can't imagine wanting it (laughs) honestly i yeah i can't even imagine how it would be yeah like in my classes in college you know wow you know birds slurred a little bit there and that was just i would like have to do presentations in front of 20 people yeah and i would be like up the night before with nerves i can't even imagine well what's weird is i i must have like i don't nothing happened to like i didn't have a bad experience or anything i used to like doing that kind of stuff i was in plays (laughs) and stuff i was in plays and stuff in high school and i was always in chorus band and i would like sing solos and stuff oh god you couldn't pay me money to do that now yeah i I mean i was in the jungle book in fifth grade so (laughs) (laughs) i was monkey number two I had like three lines, you know, and I dated, you know, as much as like fifth graders can. I, I dated the guy that played um Mowgli. No, oh. the Bobaloo or whatever. What's his name? Blue. <laughs> I don't know. Was he the bear? I don't. Yes, that's Blue. So what you're telling me is you've been a furry since fifth grade. <laughs> There was a conspiracy in which I played all of the fat characters in all of the plays in high school. I played the, the, in Mary Poppins, I played the cook and I played, (laughs) 
the the lady who's you know when they go into like the carnival and they turn into cartoons and Never then there's saw Mary where they go like the humdulily of the lies i played the like fat lady that beats her husband over the head with a frying pan do you have any idea what i'm talking about no i've never seen mary oh shit well <laughs> never mind anyway and then i played i played the bird lady too <laughs> in Sound of Music, I played Mother Abbess. Anyway, (laughs) trends. They're a good group. Check them out. Can't wait to see what happens next. I feel delirious. (laughs) Love it. Boys. All right. It is my turn. My group, my debut group. And so what I did, the group I decided to take on for January is the one and only Kepler. Kepler with a one, not Kepler the planet, which I wonder if that's why they did a Wait, one in the name. Is Kepler a planet? <laughs> apparently. I don't know in what galaxy or, or what, but yeah, apparently it's a planet, which kind of makes sense because Kepler was formed from the survival show Girls Planet. <laughs> 999 uh, yeah so clever anyway hmm? so that's clever if that's why they did that yeah, yeah and so yeah the group i've decided to do is kepler and um so they debuted january 3rd of 2022 they were actually supposed to debut december 14th but it got postponed after one of the staff tested positive for covid so yeah and their fandom name is Keplin with a one again. And the actual colors for Kepler are lavender and white. And then the fan colors are lavender and yellow. So I love yeah. lavender. I know it's such a pretty color. And Kepler is managed by Wake One Entertainment and Swing Entertainment. And so, like I said, Kepler was formed off of or on the survival show Girls Planet 999, which aired from August 6th through the live finale which was on october 22nd of 2021 and yes i watched all of girls planet 999 in the past like three weeks which if anyone has watched girls planet it is 12 episodes and they are all i'm pretty sure over two hours long some of them even breaking the three hour mark which totals to roughly i didn't want to see the actual amount of time but that's like i'd say between 30 to 36 hours of show and i will get into it later i mean i'm going to be talking about girls planet quite a bit it's probably what most of what i'm going to be talking about is going to be their result shows horrendous and i will get into it later but i do want to get into before i talk about girls planet the show i want to talk about the name so like i said it references to the planet kepler but also the beginning part and this name was actually um announced on the live finale of girls planet 999 so that's when everyone learned what the name of the group is going to be and so the beginning part kep uh means catching dreams and then the number one means the nine girls coming together as one to be the best. And I think the like the catching dreams part, it's kind of cute and it kind of fits with the show because, you know, people are voting, you know, for who's going to be in it. And they're called Planet Guardians. And it's like, whose dream will you protect? So it's like very like protecting of dreams, catching dreams focused. So I thought that was kind of cute. And then kind of like with your group, I, so on Cape profiles, I didn't really see any positions that they held. Um, the only positions that were shown were leaders. And so Yujin is the main leader and then Mashiro is the co-leader. A co-leader. Yeah. Oh, and it's nine girls. I didn't say that. It's nine girls. <laughs> 
group consists of nine girls. So now I am going to go over the show of Girls Planet. This is like six, not six pages. It's like three pages long, mainly just the rankings because I do want to talk about the rankings a little bit. So the show starts off with 99 girls and it's kind of like advertised as like a global K-pop girl group. And so there were contestants from Japan, uh, China, and Korea that were able to participate. And there were 33 girls from each country. So 33 from Japan, 33 from Korea, and 33 from China. And then they were ranked within those groups, one to 33. So you'll have like your K1, your K26, your C3, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, they start off with cells. Like they start off in cells. One girl from each group is in a cell. So three people. And they like kind of introduce them as like a cell would have something in common, right? So there was a cell that had the youngest in each group in it. Or um, there was a cell that all three members have actually debuted before. Or like a cell that had all out all rounders so it also brings like another point is there weren't really like any limitations to who could be in it or not like you've seen girls who have barely like trained in like you know like shortest time trained it was like a year and like some months um and then there are girls that have actually debuted before like there was a girl from like cherry bullet um and like a few other groups that some groups that are still going on and some that have been disbanded so yeah and then the first round of voting since there's 99 girls you can't really vote individually um so the first round of voting was based off of cells so you voted on if you wanted a cell to stay and so the girls after they saw like everyone perform and like they did like the first two episodes were like they were performances like some groups they would all be all members in that group would be from the same group so like a k group would perform and it could have like three people it could have five people it could be a solo like that type of thing but in the end you got to see who all like you got to see your cellmates perform whatnot the planet masters based off of like this first performance they picked potential top nine candidates and the top nine represented the debut group each week there was a top nine top nine got a fancy vest and like i said it represented the debut group so it's the girls that get the highest votes pretty much and so while they watched performances they had contenders and then at the end they had to do they had to pick just nine um i think i think they had a limit to where it could only be three per group so like three k group members three c group members and three j group members and then the girls got to choose if they wanted to keep their cell or if they wanted to form a new cell because they're going to be voted based on their cell. So if you got a high rank and there are other members in their cell or lower ranks, that higher rank is going to want to switch, you know? And so the top nine that the that the Planet Masters picked got to choose first. And it's funny because it's like you see some of the, the girls in this group, she's like, please keep the cell. It's like, girl, no. <laughs> like, you got to a rank one like in this group you guys are ranked like 10 and like 17 like there's no way that was kind of how the first round of voting went so i do want to go into so i'm going to talk about the actual planet master the mc and he is yo jingu and he is an actor and he's been in a lot of stuff but i just listed off um his recent things that he's been in and he was in beyond evil and hotel del luna so and he's like he's really attractive and it's so funny because every time he like walks into the room like that the girls are in they all like <laughs> 
fawn over him and he like gets super shy because you can just tell that they're like all drooling over him and it's super cute and um and there was like this funny moment where one of the girls I don't know if she was in J group or C group but she didn't know Korean and so during like one of her interview in like the first episode she's like nearsighted and so she can't really see him and she's like squinting and then in her interview she says that he's ugly and like I guess like the camera crew is like what like what do you mean she's like yeah no he's ugly and then she realizes that she like translated it wrong she's like oh no no he's handsome like he's very attractive and then in like a later episode when like she's standing on stage with her group and like her and like the MC like make eye contact because he's seen the episode so he's seen her interview and they just like laugh and um she's like oh no I'm so sorry like you're very attractive and he's like no it's okay I didn't think I was that attractive anyway (laughs) it was a very cute moment yeah so that's the planet master and then we have the vocal and dance masters who are the trainers and so for the dance masters i have or we have hopefully i get these names right we have Bak Kuyang, who has been in charge of uh, EXO, Girls' Generation, and SHINee. And then we have Jang Juhi, who is a backup dancer and a choreographer and a model. And she's worked with Sunmi. Um, and that's important for later. And then we have our vocal masters. We have Lim Hanbul, who is also known as the singer One Star, and he is the vocal director. He's been a vocal director for EXO, NCT, and Luna. And then we have our other vocal trainer, Joe Ayong, who has trained twice, ATs, and in Hypen. So those are our vocal and dance masters. And now we have our K-pop masters. And these girls, I love them. And so these are the mentor- mentors. And so we actually have Sonmi. And then we have Tiffany Young from Girls' Generation. And, like, I loved, like, Sonmi in this because every time, like, she was, like, super, like, laser-focused and, like, super serious, she would, like, flip her hair over to, like, one side. And, like, she'd be, like, squinting. And I, was just, I thought it was so cool. And I bet all the girls were super intimidated. But yeah. So a little bit about girls planet um so i'm going to get into the actual members of the debut group and i'm gonna do it based off of their final rank and so yeah like i said the first voting period was based off of cells and i think they cut like half of the people like they only had let me see yeah they only had four rounds of voting only four which is like I guess I'm just used to like Western ones where there's like a voting round each week. And it's like a (laughs) hundred votes. Yeah. So yeah, there weren't too many. So yeah, the first round was based off of cells. And then in the second round, it was based off of individual. And in these two, the first round and the second round, it was like an even number like there was a limit you know so I don't exactly remember how many but there was a set number from each group so like 20 from each group that's not right but as an example and so I think they do that no wait I can't remember if in the third voting if that limit is still there or if they get rid of it but it is gone in the final and last to final round of voting 
because there is no limit to however many members from each group are in the final debut group. And so I, I wanted to include the rankings. I included the rankings from each voting just so you can see how drastically it changes like each week. So the first girl I'm going to talk about is Shen Ting. She is from C Group. She was born November 12th, 1999. And her starting rank from Signal Song. So Signal Song is like episode zero. It's like what they got ranked before the actual show. So her starting rank was C1. So she was the top ranked of uh, C group. And in the master's top nine, after that first performance, she got third place. So in episode five, when they do like the actual, when they actually start the first round of voting her, and this is when they vote based off of cells, her cell got second place. Her individual rank was still C1. And then she was voted for top nine at second place. Episode eight, her rank, this is when they get, they don't vote off of cell anymore on episode eight. It's just based off of actual individual rank. She was still ranked at C1 and she actually ranked first in the top nine. And then in episode 11, she, this is, okay, yeah. So episode 11, I think is when they are like, okay, there's no limit to however many from each group are in here. Cause she is ranked player one or like position one, planet one. I don't know. I don't know what the P stands for, but P1. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it meant, but after like 36 hours of watching this show, I'm like, my brain is mush. And then on the final episode, the final voting on episode 12, she is ranked ninth. So she's like way up, like at number one, number two, like the entire time. And then on the final episode, she barely makes it into the group. Why, why do you think? I don't know. I feel like when it came to her, so... Of course, we see performances. She's like gorgeous. Like she's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking and, at a picture of her. Yeah. Um. And like when the other girls would like comment on her, they're like, "Oh my gosh, she's so pretty." I mean, they would say that about everyone, but it, like really, her like she was like breathtaking. Um. And so maybe that's why she scored so high. And then like, cause you do, especially as the numbers dwindle, you get to see more like personality of the girls. I personally felt like we didn't get to see that much personality from her whereas like I got to see a lot of personality from the other girls that ended up in the top nine and just the other girls in general so I think maybe I'm not entirely sure why she was ranked so high and then ranked so low in the end and um, and after I go through the um the actual debut group I do have a few girls that I want to mention that were also like in the top ranks of the top nine that ended up not debuting so because it was really just just because you ranked like number one number two or number three in the beginning did not mean you were safe in the end right so yeah that is our our number nine and she is the only person from c group to debut with kepler and the thing too i didn't mention this the thing too with the with the results the way they did it is they didn't announce last place first they would do like so like in this final episode they did not start off with number nine they started off with number eight and then they worked their way up to number one and then they would have two contenders for like number nine the ninth place one of them is number nine and one of them is number 10 so i guess it it's like i think they did that because it ends up in the end there's the girls that didn't rank that knew they weren't going to rank number one it still gives them hope that they might still be able to grab that last spot and also something else i forgot to mention too is 
after the actual results from the planet guardians was like announced the planet masters actually got to choose a person or a cell that they thought deserved another chance and so like you would actually have like a top 17 so like the finalists there was a top 18 the planet guardians show 17 members like the top 17 and then the planet guardians would choose not the planet guardians that's us the planet masters would choose that 18th person who they deserve who they thought deserved like another shot at debuting so which i feel like a lot of like music shows do that they always have that save button so that's just kind of what that was this is so like extra intricate though (laughs) i know that's only one all right so we've gone to the next person so we actually have our co-leader sakamoto mashiro she is from j group she was born i did not write the day december of 1999 i don't know why i didn't write the day (laughs) and what's interesting about her is she is actually a former jyp e trainee and almost debuted with itsy wow yeah and like there's a few girls that were on the show that almost debuted with like bigger groups and there's gonna be another one in here later on and it's like hard to imagine like that extra person being in there you know right um, and so i wrote on here too that she had performed it sees in the morning during one of the missions that they had to do That's it was funny. in the combination mission and they actually received a benefit and i didn't mention benefits oh my god this show has so much what does so that with, mean so there were with each mission that they did there were like four missions which is then what they would be voted on by the planet guardians there were missions and then so they were all broken up into teams and then the planet masters would choose who would receive a voting benefit um, based off of like whoever was best in the group the benefit like varied each time like sometimes you would just the, the group that won would either get like 90,000 added votes to the group that would be like broken between the amount of girls or it would be like the benefit would be the votes for a certain group would be doubled in the last 24 hours so just to help them get like a little bit of a boost in the next round of voting that's what the benefit did gotcha yep and so mashiro's starting rank with the signal song was jo2 and she was not picked in the planet masters top nine in the beginning <coughs> so in the first round of voting in episode five her cell ranked fourth and her individual rank was j3 and she did actually get into the top nine that number at the fifth spot in episode eight her individual rank was j2 and she was in the top nine at number three in episode 11 she was ranked number three and then her end position in episode 12 is number eight so that is mashiro our co-leader which i didn't think she was going to be a co like a, a leader. I Yujin, which I'll get into when we get down to her, um, she definitely has like, I saw like really good leadership. I guess Mushroom did do some leadership stuff. I don't know. But anyway, so next we got Izaki Hikaru, who like when before I watched the show and I had watched like actual like Kepler performance of like Wadada and stuff, mm-hmm. I thought Hikaru was going to be my bias. And um, she's like super cool and all. She's not my bias. <laughs> 
which sounds kind of bad but she's really cool it's just there's someone else I just really really like so yeah she is in J group um and she is actually the last person from J group to be in the group right I think so from yes. what I've seen yeah so she was born March 2nd oh March 12 2004 and she was actually a member of a Japanese kids trainee duo called plus gang plus gang yeah And her starting rank was J1, and she ranked first in the Masters Top 9. In the first round of voting in Episode 5, her cell ranked third. Her individual rank was J3, and then her Top 9 position was third. In Episode 8, she ranked J3, and then in Top 9, she was ranked fourth. And then in Episode 11, her rank was four. And then in the final episode, she was ranked number seven. Yeah. I was like, hold up. Did I miss one? Yeah, we're at seven. I keep thinking this is an eight-member group but it's nine (laughs) and so now we get into our k group who dominate the rest of the ranks i feel like it's such an advantage because the public votes right yeah so the way the voting worked was 50 percent of the votes were in korea and then 50 percent of the votes counted for the rest of the world so so yeah and and that brings up something else too like in the first episode like the first two episodes when they were doing like their initial performances like some of the girls were like oh like the k group girls are gonna be killing it like because you know they're from korea so they are they gotta be good and i'm thinking no that doesn't really mean anything and then you see them and like the girls that are like k30 and stuff they're still like killing and i'm like oh okay maybe they're right yeah (laughs) they were really great i mean it's like yeah all right so yeah our first k-group girl is kang yiso she was born august 22nd 2005 and she is former members of a k-group k-pop gate girl group busters and she was a child actress as well and her starting rank was k-13 and she actually placed in the master's top nine at number two in episode five at the first round of voting her cell ranked fourth and her individual rank was second so she boosted up because she started off at 13th and she went to second and her top ninth spot was eighth and then in episode eight, her rank was K4. Um, she did not get in the top nine at that point. And then episode 11, she ranked at number 12. And episode 12, she ranked at six. All right, moving along. <laughs> Our next girl we got is So Young, and she, of course, is in K group. She was born December 27, 2004. Her starting rank was K10, and she ended up in the Masters Top 9 at number 6. In Episode 5, with the first round of voting, her cell ranked 2nd, and her individual rank was K4. In Episode 8, she ranked at K5. Episode 11, she ranked ninth, and then Episode 12, she ranked 5th. So besides that initial Masters Top 9, that was the only time she was in the Top 9, besides like the final. So crazy. And now we move on to my girl... Kim Dayon, K group, of course. She was born March 2nd, 2003, and her starting rank was K1. She was the only rank one. So out of C1, K1, J1, she was the only one that did not get into the Planet Masters top nine. And of course, like she notices that and like um, she gets like really discouraged by it. And then the Masters, I think at like her first, at the first like, mid checkup for like the group they were like we did this for reasons because we want you or like they, what they say they said we know you're going to get into that top nine on your own 
that we didn't need to put you there. Like the planet guardians, they're going to put you there. Mm. So that like gave her back her confidence, but she never actually ended up in the top nine until the final episode. But her, the first ranking in episode five, her cell ranked ninth and her individual rank was seven. And then in episode eight, her rank was K3. In episode 11, she ranked second. And in the end on episode 12, she ranked fourth. And I... I really thought that she was going to be the leader of the group, like her or Eugen, because she was the leader in a lot of like the teams that she was in. And she was so good at it. Like she really made sure that like everyone was able to like voice their opinion. She like went to, cause like, I think she, at one point she had a group that was like majority girls from C group. And so she would like go to one of the girls from C group to like learn Chinese so that she could actually talk to them to like make sure that she could like, I don't know, know their issues and stuff so they could work through it. Like she was just awesome. I really like her. She's my bias. Yeah. Uh, Well, (laughs) the next one's also my bias. They're both my biases. And that is the actual leader, Choi Yujin. She's from K group. She was born August 12th, 1996, and she's the oldest in the group. And she is a former member of the K-pop girl group CLC. And it was actually funny because in the first like couple episodes when they did their performances, one of the groups actually performed a CLC song. <laughs> and so she was actually there and they were like playfully like talking smack to one another. Like, I don't know, it was really fun. I don't, I didn't really have much to say about it, but it was a cool <laughs> moment. And she actually did a solo performance in that episode that first time. But her starting rank before the show aired was K6. And she placed in the Masters top nine at seventh. And then the first round of voting in episode five, her cell ranked first. Her individual rank was K1. And her top nine position was fourth. In episode eight, she ranked K1. And then her top nine position was number five. In episode 11, she ranked uh, fifth. And then in the end, at episode 12, she ranked. Okay, this is not going to be a 30-second video. Bahia? Bahia? I don't know. I'm going to go for it. All right. So the next member we got, and I I never really said this name out loud, so hopefully I get it right. <laughs> and that is Hunting Bahia, who is Hunting Kai from TXT's younger sister. What? Yeah. Yep, she was in this. That's interesting. Yeah, and I didn't realize that one of their other siblings was also in a K-pop group. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, she has a sister named Leah. I didn't, I don't remember what group she was in. Or she might have been a solo or something, but, you know, very talented family we got going on. She's so cute. Yeah, she's super pretty. And she looks just like Kai as well. I was just thinking that, like, <laughs> now that I'm looking at both of them together, they have, like, the same face. <laughs> yeah. So during one of their, like, it wasn't a mission, but it was kind of, like, an activity that they did, is they had to match, like, baby pictures up to, mm. like, the girls. And <laughs> they were, like, at this one baby picture, like, isn't that a boy? <laughs> is actually her she looks just like kai but yeah she's super pretty uh but yeah born july 27 2004 and her starting rank was actually k26 and so in the first round of voting in episode five her cell ranked seventh and her individual rank was k6 and then in episode eight her rank was k8 in episode 11 she ranked at 13 and then in the final episode she ranked at number two 
a second which blew my mind because if you like look at these ranks she was never in top nine like she was pretty like high up most of the time and then and so like what they like to do too is when they announce like the number one spot Mm -hmm. they'll bring up two people it's like okay one of you was first one of you was second and also in the end here they hadn't announced number eight and so like when they were like getting to four and stuff because i knew what the lineup was right because i just watched this and the lineup had already been announced so i knew she was in the group i was like oh she must be number eight because like she's never had like that high rank like she's good but she's never had that high rank and so when they had her and like the other girl come up and i'm like there's no way like she gets one and, like i it's like mind boggling that she would that she gets number two mm-hmm. um but yeah, so she ended up at second. And then we have our number one girl, uh, who is Kim Chae-hun, K-Group, born April 26, 2002. She is a former SM trainee and almost debuted with ESPA. Wow. Yep. So that's that other one that I was talking about. And again, it's like, I can't imagine like her debuting with ESPA, but it's like, I just, you know, you know, ESPA. it's like, you know, it's yeah. so like adding that other person, but it's crazy. And her starting rank was K23. Her first, the first round of voting in episode five, her cell ranked fifth, her individual rank was K3. So she went up quite a bit. She went up 20 ranks and then she was in the top nine at ninth place. And then the first or an episode eight ranking, her individual ranking was K2 and she stayed at ninth place in the top nine. And then episode 11, her individual ranking was 11th. And then in the final episode, she ended up ranking first, which like, again, it's like the rankings like early on just don't even mean anything. Cause like you see that she's ranked ninth, like all this time. And then she even ranked 11th in episode 11 and then ended up coming out on top. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, so it's crazy. So those are our girls. Those are our girls and Kepler that debuted. And then again, I just want to like hone in on again. Uh, just because you ranked number one or higher doesn't mean you're going to debut girl. And so we got, I, I, I put down two top nine contestants that were eliminated that were basically in the top nine the entire time. Um, and so I got first girl, Sue Riku, Ricky, who was from C Group. Her rank was, and she was in the top nine all the way up until basically the end. She started off at rank four, went to rank six, stayed at rank six, went to seven, and then um, went to rank 11. And then I don't remember what her last rank was of last episode. And then we have Yurina, who was in uh, J group, and she was actually in a J pop group, X21. And so she actually ranked first, like she was in top nine, number one. She was in top nine the entire time. She was ranked first, and then she went to second, to sixth, and then to seventh. And it's like, it's crazy because it's like, I don't know how she got up to one. Maybe it's because of like the popularity of like the group she was in. I don't know. It's so interesting to see these like ranks and how they, I don't know, maybe she got a benefit. I don't know. I really don't know. But yeah, so those are two top nine contestants that were eliminated. And then there was like, there were a couple others, but I didn't mention them. And then I also... I wrote down a few of the girls that were like in the final, like the, yeah, the final 18, top 18, whatever, that didn't get to debut, but actually got something out of the show. So we have Kim Soo-yeon who ranked 10th. And after the show, she actually got to join the girl group Billy, which I've seen like recommended on my like YouTube, but I never clicked on it. So maybe I will have to now just like see her. And then uh, Nonaka Shana who ranked 16th, uh, she was in J group. 
She is set to debut with a new a new girl group under MLD Entertainment in the first half of 2022. So who knows? Maybe the girl group that she's joining will get reviewed on this <laughs> podcast at some point. Who knows? And that's Girls Planet 999. And I just want to mention, if I could add a 10th person to the group, it would be Gwen Maya. She is the youngest. She is the absolute cutest and adorablest person i think she ranked 11th at the end and i just i absolutely adore her and love her she had so much energy and like she really just like to me personally she stole the show and whatever team she was in and then you know i posted these in the discord for a reason let me see and i do just want to mention um a few of my favorite songs from the show so we have um my favorites included ice cream which my girl dion was in she led and she just did amazingly yeah and then, um my house was another good one fate was a really good one it's a very emotional one it was like contemporary very good and then you plus me equals love and shoot were my favorites so those are my favorites from the show highly recommend watching those so now i'm done talking about girls planet 999 i will talk about the actual album of kepler just a little bit so don't come at me <laughs> did you listen to this album I did. Mm -hmm. You have any thoughts? I really liked it. Okay. I mean, like, I haven't listened to it a ton. I think I listened to it once all the way through, but I've listened to quite a few times. It's a banger. Yeah. Anyway, so I listened to the album, of course, right when they debuted. So before I watched the show, I listened to the album. I did really like Wada Da, like, instantly. The other songs took me a little bit to get into. Um, Like see the light i don't have any anything to really say about see the light which was their intro song i'm guessing i didn't even mention the album is first impact i don't think i mentioned that so their intro song is see the light and then we have Wadada, which i just i love that song i love the choreo like i can probably do it just like the tiktok challenge one part i can do that <laughs> and then there's mvsk which i think is mask i don't know because they keep saying mask in the song <laughs> so it must mean that the song is actually called mask right i don't know but i had to grow to love this song and which i've said before with a lot of k-pop songs it takes me a few listens and uh pretty much all the songs on this album it took a few listens but like with the with this one and like the next one um the choreo like watching the choreo really helps right and so the next song is shine kepler version and the the final three songs are all kepler version because these were all songs that were in girls planet 999 okay i was wondering about that i was just mm-hmm. gonna ask so shine when i first listened to it before watching the show i was not crazy about it i thought it was like i thought there like a lot was going on in the beginning like it was kind of chaotic but then i watched the show and shine and another dream are all in the final episode so the final 18 perform shine and another dream and uh and so it's all they were songs made for the show um shine was like the 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 top 18 were broken up into two groups so top nine kind of representing a debut group group one would perform verse one group two would perform verse two and then they would all perform the ending but whoever performed their verse better got like the better placement for the end part so they were seen more because after they performed this song during the live show the final round of voting was opened where um the like votes were doubled 
So it was like really crucial to get that extra, extra screen time pretty much because the, what group got it? I think group two ended up getting it. And so group one was behind them in the ending. And so they didn't really get a whole lot of screen time, but I love the choreo for this song. I love the song now. And now that I like seen it and I seen the actual, I know why it was composed the way it was. It makes sense. And yeah, it just, it really boosted my enjoyment for the song. And then another dream also Kepler version was another song that the final 18 did and they all did it as one group and it was kind of like all 18 of them together mm -hmm, yep it was the song that opened up the episode pretty much the final finale the episode and then we have ooo or over and over and over which is the signal song so this is their theme song of the show this is a song that they've performed since before the show started like you can go back and like watch each group perform the song um and so yeah i didn't really have much to say about that one because it's just it's their theme song it's not really much part distribution it's all pretty much singing like harmonized like there's a few points you that you might get a line but most of it is just you're all singing at the same time gotcha it is a really pretty song though okay i'm almost done i promise my voice is gone so i do just have some of their wins so they won their first win on m countdown on january 13th which is 10 days after their debut which if you remember from last month, I've broke this record, broke the record on M Countdown for first win at 11 days. So this means that Kepler broke this record by winning 10 days after debut. Oh, nice. Yeah, kudos to them. And then Kepler also became the fastest K-pop girl group to attain two music show wins the next day on January 14th on Music Bank by beating out I use winter sleep. So nice. And then this win also ties them with Itzy as the fastest girl group to win first place on Music Bank with 11 days after debut. And then just some, just a couple of stats for the actual album, First Impact. It entered the Gaon, Gaon, mm. Weekly album chart at number one for the week of January 2nd through the 8th. And then it debuted at number one on the weekly retail album chart, selling, selling, selling 121,812 copies. So nice. Good for them. And yeah, that's all I got. That's all? You sure you don't have more for us? I'm sure there's more that I'm just completely missing. Oh, you know what? There is more. I mean, it's more just stuff like Girls' Generation, not Girls' Generation, Girls' Planet stuff, but they did like a fan meet which was like super cute but it was like a drive-in like fan meet so they had like 50 cars and then like they did like stuff on stage like activities and then before like the final night they had um or no it was like after their final performance before the finale they had like actual fans like send in videos and like tell like each one of the girls like why they support them and stuff it was really cute (sighs) I shed quite a bit of tears watching this show. You cried? Not a tear shed over. (laughs) Listen, when real people cry, all right. I didn't even talk about the absolute hassle of the result shows were. I'm just going to talk about the finale episode, okay? The finale episode was three hours and two minutes long, okay? The first hour and a half was them preparing. It was like a video of them preparing for like the final song of Shine and stuff like that. And so then we get to like the actual part of the elimination. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, nine girls to announce. 
an hour and a half of the show they're not going to take this whole entire hour and a half to announce all these girls right maybe they'll do like an hour and then like the final 30 minutes will be i don't know something no they legit spent that entire entire hour and a half which equals out to what did i say like 10 minutes per announcement (laughs) and thank god i didn't watch it live because during this whole time i was like man if I watched this live, like it would have been a lot better because I wouldn't be watching like 36 hours of content all at one time. <laughs> but just being able to skip through it all to get to the actual announcement because he would legit be like, all right, I'm going to announce it now. Silence. Panning to like different girls like to see their reaction and them trying to guess. And then he would give like hints onto who it is. And then it would pan to the girls again so that they can see their reaction of them trying to figure it out. And then you'd be like, okay, I'm going to announce it now. Silence. The girl is blah, blah, blah. It would literally take 10 minutes. Thank God I was able to speed through it. And also this is all before commercials. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I watched this on the app IQE. <laughs> I-Q-I-Y-I, which is like another um, platform of like Asian like TV shows and movies. I paid for the VIP, which <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. It was $1 for a month. Like they're that starting. Is breaking the bank. I know it's normally like $10. So I was like, all right, I got a month to watch this, which is perfect because I have three weeks to like do this research. So I have to watch it in a month. So it's canceled. I'm good. I'm not going to be charged $10. But yeah, like, because they had commercial breaks, like they had spots for commercial breaks, but I was able to skip them and it was still that long. I just like, what are, are people like in Korea, like, Spending their entire evening watching one show. It's like you see like the award shows and stuff too. Like what's that one award show that's like five hours long? (sighs) Westerners would never. I know. (laughs) Like, but yeah, I think that's all I got. I think I, I think that was my main rant was just how long. And it wasn't even just the finale that took that long. The other eliminations, like in the other episodes, they probably didn't take that long, but they still took a while. And that after like the second elimination round, I just started skipping through till they said a name. And if I missed the name and people were like hugging and crying, I was like, all right, go back 10 seconds. So I was legit like skipping like two minutes before like the next thing was said. It was crazy. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, that's Kepler. I'm super excited to see what they do. Like I said, my biases are Dayon, Dayon, and Yujin. Uh, Yujin, they're both great. I love them. They're adorable. They're little cuties. But yeah, that's what I got for Kepler. The long six pages <laughs> of notes that I had. I mean, it's basically all their rank stuff, but yep, that's what I got. Very informative. <sighs> Thank you. I'm really proud Our- of you. <laughs> I don't know if like how much sense was made with a lot of it, but I tried. So, and I'm sure there's stuff that I've been, that I missed because I, as I was like watching the show, I was like, oh, I should mention this when I talked about it. And then I never wrote it down. So, but yeah, I said who I would want my 10th person to be. Oh, and there is a rumor that Maya might've been signed on to debut with another group. So fingers crossed that she actually did. So I would love to see her actually like debut as something in the K-pop world. She's absolutely adorable. I love her so much. And like, <laughs> she was the youngest in, in the first episode, she was actually missing a tooth. Like her, one of her tooth teeth fell out. And like, as the show went on, it was like growing in. It was so cute. And she grew through so like a years. baby tooth? Yes. <laughs> How old was she? I don't remember. She was the youngest though. And she grew through three centimeters. How old so, was like, this person? Seven? 
Actually, I still have baby teeth. There's just no adult teeth. Like, I mean, not all my teeth, but like I have a few baby teeth still. Like they're just forever. She was born in 2006. So what? People don't lose their baby teeth at like 14. I don't know, man. Maybe she was a late bloomer because she she was still growing. She grew three centimeters in the span of that show. That's goofy. So yeah, she was cute. I liked her. And they all really liked her too. She would like sleep like in someone else's bed like each night. <laughs> she didn't want to sleep alone. She was like a big baby. It was cute. Anyway, anything else we got for this episode? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's all we got. Who knows what we'll do next time? I guess you'll just have to come back and listen to find out. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I mean, Mika shot down my my idea of doing an episode drunk. So I'm officially out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be something special all right te- fine i mean i was tempted to do this one there's no way i would have been able to though no we would have been here five hours later <laughs> exactly like this episode was going to be long enough already so. also happy birthday rose oh yeah happy birthday and isn't like someone in 17's birthday dino yeah dino you know dino, dino. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably Dino. I really doubt it's Dino. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, man. I just saw the D-I-N-O and my English brain is like Dino. Yeah, yeah that's fair. So, happy birthday, King and Queens. And happy debut to BBG. Yes. BBG. My girls, they killed it. Have you listened to that album yet? I have. Of course I have. Are you I'm sure we'll be talking about it next month. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Simply Stanish. You can drop us a line at simplystanish at gmail.com. Have you not been drinking while I died by Blast Parks? That's what it sounds like. No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm just delirious. Oh, man. Crying. Amazing. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, please rate us and subscribe and download. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Share us. Yeah. Let's get that ranking up. Yeah. That rating. And I, I did pre-order the BBGs. <laughs> um albums so i might do like an unboxing of them on the tiktok Ooh. also if if the saga of girls planet 999 has taught me anything it's that we might be at a 2.9 now but we could be at a 5.0 <laughs> eventually <laughs> first i was like 2.9 what i'm like oh <laughs> rating <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be it for us for this week. Thank you guys so much, and we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I honestly feel like I blacked out just now. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Anyway, how do we wrap this up? We did it, didn't we? (laughs) Oh, man, I'm crying. I'm suffering.